Welcome to Behind the Warrior, a podcast presented by the EOD Warrior Foundation. This series will focus on resources, interviews, and topics impacting EOD warriors, their families, and the military community at large. Hello, everyone. This is Sherry Beck, and welcome to Behind the Warrior podcast. Today, I have the great pleasure of speaking to our new teammate, our newest member to the EOD Warrior Foundation, Maria Shabla. Maria, welcome to Behind the Warrior. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here. You are welcome, and we're happy to have you. Maria serves as our Financial Assistance and Resources Coordinator. So, Maria, tell us a little about yourself. Well, <laughs> um, I was raised in the military. Um, my parents are both originally from Philadelphia, um, but my dad joined the Air Force, and so we got to travel the world. He um, he had a great career in the military. He actually started as an aircraft mechanic, um, and then he decided that he wanted to get his commission, so he um, volunteered to be a TI and then became a TI instructor, and then got his commission. So after that, he went into EOD, and um, and we got a chance to travel all over, all over the United States and overseas. We got to go to Turkey and and Germany, mm-hmm. and um, and then we retired here. He retired at Eglin. So awesome. Yeah. So that's your connection to the EOD community. Is that your father was um, prior EOD? Yes. All yes, right. He was. Well, do you? Did you have a favorite duty station along the way as a child growing up and traveling all over the world? I think, um, you know, just the opportunity to live overseas was was fantastic. And it gave me a love of traveling. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we lived in Turkey and um, the culture was so different. And I think being exposed to that as a child really helped develop who I am as a person. Um, and Germany was absolutely beautiful. My parents... Uh, took us on road trips every weekend, and it was it was just wonderful. Yeah. So, um, I I don't know that I have a favorite. I definitely loved being overseas. Yeah, that's cool. The adventures are so cool, and being overseas, I'm sure you got to visit many countries. Do you have a favorite food from there by any chance? Um, I don't know. A food that sticks out to me was ekmek. Uh-huh. In Turkey is their bread. Oh, so so we had a store near where we lived, and they sold fresh bread. So we would always go and get mm-hmm. ekmek. Uh-huh. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds really good. All right. Um, so, can you tell our listeners about your role with the EOD Warrior Foundation and what you've learned so far? Because I know you've just been on the job a couple of weeks, but um, let us know what you what you've learned so far. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you because you've been a wonderful teacher and so welcoming. Um, so I am going to be, I am the Financial um, Assistance and Resources Coordinator. Um, and I, I feel very blessed to have this position. Um, I'll be working with um, EOD, um, active duty veterans and their families. And um, being able to assist them financially if they're having um, some sort of crisis in their life where they just need some help. Um, and also, uh, connecting them with resources, um, within the nonprofit world and, um, just at large that can assist with whatever, whatever situation they find themselves in. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited about, um, this position. Um, eager to, to meet, um, 
people in this community and, and assist them and help them get through, you know, tough times. Well, thank you. We're happy to have you as well. And I know your background um, also contributes to your knowledge and ability to, I guess, navigate through a crisis or navigate through just people that are that need help. So um, you want to tell us a little bit about that. I know you're also a veteran yourself. <laughs> so talk to us about that. Yeah, I am. Um, I, I, I think my dad, you know, he retired and, and he had three girls and I, I know, I knew he wanted one of us to, to join the military. He, he loves the military. He's a big supporter. And so um, I was graduating with my AA and I was trying to figure out how I was going to pay for my bachelor's. And I had met some girls at the community college that were in the Air Force Reserves. And mm-hmm. I thought, hey, you know, that sounds pretty good. And and so I joined. And the neat story with that is that my dad actually enlisted me at his retirement ceremony. Oh, wow. So <laughs> it was very special, yeah. you know, for us. And I went off to basic and... um and really, you know, I wanted to come back and go to college. So I went to basic and um, I went in personnel because honestly, it was the shortest tech school there was. And <laughs> they called us Pop-Tarts because we were in and out in six weeks. So mm-hmm. um, so I did that and I, I came back and I went to West Florida and got my bachelor's degree. Um, but I enjoyed it. I really did. I'm so glad that I was in the reserves. Um, I was out at Duke Field. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked at the MPF and made ID cards and supported all the families that were, you know, their their service member was deploying, you know. Mm-hmm. And and actually, I was activated um, after 9-11, um, Operation Enduring Freedom. So I was able to, again, you know, come in active duty and just support those families. Um, because, you know, when you're in the reserves, you're on 90 day orders typically and the families would drop out of of the deer system and it would cause trouble you know mm-hmm. with them so so it was um it was really nice i i felt like i was helping and and then i um got to go to hawaii and be part of a ce squadron so that was different and um it was a great unit so it was a wonderful experience right you know but i think it gave me a, a different understanding of the military opposed to just being a daughter of mm-hmm. a service member. So um, I appreciate it, and I appreciate everyone who's served in, in the branches. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Well, tell us a little bit about your time in the Peace Corps, which I think <laughs> is a very interesting story as well. Um, so when I, when I finished my time in the military— um, it was really interesting because it correlated to me getting my bachelor's degree. So uh, when I came off my active duty orders, actually, I, I should say, no, I think I, I did get out. It was after I finished active duty, got my bachelor's degree, um, and I um, backpacked Costa Rica for a month, actually, just to celebrate. And then, um, and then I decided I was going to join the Peace Corps. Okay. And it was something that I had always wanted to do um, since high school, just to help. You know, my sister, actually, Jennifer, she's a nurse also. Um, she came home from college when I was in high school, and she had, had uh, gone to some affair that had the Peace Corps there, and they were kind of trying to recruit college students. And she brought a pamphlet. And I and I read it, and I just knew, like, I needed to do that. That was something that I wanted to do. So, funny enough, you know, years years later, I was 25, and I just decided I was I was going to do it. And um, the application process was pretty 
strenuous, uh, surprisingly. Um, it took me a year to, to get accepted, you know, through the interviews and the physicals. And, um, and I went to the Republic of Kiribati, actually pronounced Kiribati. Um, and I was a health and community development worker. Um, Kiribati is, it's in the central Pacific. It's a, it's a chain of islands. They're actually coral atolls, which is the top of, of sunken volcanoes. Wow. So it was absolutely beautiful, very remote, um, no running water or electricity. So, um, but it was, it was peaceful and the, the culture is beautiful. And, um, interestingly enough, when I was there, um, there were scientists there also studying uh, the country because they were going to be the first um, country to be submerged uh, due to global warming. So, um, so yeah, I just I feel blessed to have been able to to see and experience that culture and to help help them in in any way that I could. Mm-hmm. And so, your bachelor's degree was in nursing. You became an RN. Is that correct? No, no, no. actually, actually not. Yeah, um, actually, my bachelor's is in communications, public okay. relations. Yeah, okay. and um, and then I didn't become a nurse until my late twenties. I I really I really had no desire to get into healthcare, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, but when I came back from the Peace Corps, I was drawn to nonprofit and working in a nonprofit um, called Families Count, which actually was helping. Um, to prevent child abuse, which mm-hmm. was really a beautiful organization, just supporting at-risk moms, you mm-hmm. know, teenage moms that just didn't have the support and, you know, just helping to support them and the babies and to keep them out of situations that might, you know, lead to child abuse. Yeah, you know? sure. Um, so anyways, that was beautiful. But, you know, in, in the world of nonprofit, it's often grant funded and mm-hmm. sometimes you don't know when the funds are going to be there or not. So, um, it was difficult and stressful, just just that aspect of it. So my sister, who was an RN um, and had been since she graduated college, um, was like, you know, you could help people and get paid. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I am not going to be a nurse. I, I, I don't have the desire. I've never wanted to. I can't stand the sight of blood. Uh-huh. Um, but she was like, no, no, you should really look into this. So, um, so eventually I, I did, and I, I got my LPN. Mm-hmm. Um, because now nursing, is it's very competitive to get into programs. I would have um, liked to get my RN, but the programs are hard to get into. And mm-hmm. And I, and like, I, I, it just wasn't something that I saw myself doing. Mm-hmm. So um, I ended up getting into an LPM program and uh, became a nurse, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. which was a surprise to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also led you, led you to other opportunities, which... It, it certainly did. You know, um, because you were L, an LPN and then you became the... Um, manager of an office or mm-hmm. a practice, so mm-hmm. that was more experience, and probably your communications degree and that sort of thing probably, you know, was really valuable for that role. Yes, yes, it's mm-hmm. God has a plan. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, well, we're delighted to have you on our team, Maria. And in your opinion, what what makes the EOD Warrior Foundation unique? I think um, I think it's a beautiful organization. Um, I think it's it's a small team, just really committed and dedicated to helping the EOD community. Um, it's beautiful, and I think the the one thing that sticks out the most to me about the EOD community is the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it's like 
I've never seen um, a group of people so loyal and dedicated, you know, to to their job, mm-hmm. but also to supporting their community and the the families of the service members. Um, and it's it's like a family for life. So I find that beautiful and um, and very unique. You mm-hmm. don't see that a lot today. Um, you know, as the world is changing and. We have a lot of stressors in the world now that we we didn't used to have, and so to see a community that's so so um, tight knit, it's mm-hmm. really beautiful. So I, I think that's what I find unique about us. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that. Um, well, I also know that over the last couple of weeks that we've gotten to know each other and just training and and being in the office together. I know that you have a very creative side as well, and we've had some cool conversations about poetry and writing and um, and your love for both of those things. So if you feel that you would <laughs> like to share one of the poems that you have written, I would love to, for, for the community to hear that, because I think we can all use a little bit of, um, I don't know, just pause and also encouragement, and I think it's... Your words are beautiful, so um, I'll let you take it away. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, I do. I do love um, poetry. I, I love to write. And um, years ago, I started a, a poetry open mic mm-hmm. um, when I was living on 30A, um, and it, it was a really wonderful experience. I met a lot of writers out in that community that didn't have a place to share you know, what they had written or to meet other writers. And um, so I started that, and and it was wonderful to see people meet. I actually, like, this is a wonderful story. I used to get musicians to come to do the intermissions because poetry can get pretty heavy, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I love music as well. So I, I thought, you know, I'm going to, and there's so many musicians out there that really didn't have a gig or, you know, and they wanted to share. So, mm-hmm. um, so I got, there was this one musician, um, and I, I can't remember his name, but he was so talented. I mean, his voice was just beautiful. And I thought, why is this man not famous? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, so he would come, and he did several open mics for me. We became friends. Um, and then uh, there was a, another person who I forget her name. I'm so terrible. But um, she became a good friend of mine, too. And uh, she came to one of the poetry open mics and fell in love with him. And they got married. Oh, how cool. <laughs> so they met at our open mic, and uh, it was really neat. So, But, yes, it was just a wonderful experience, and I do like to write poetry, and I would be happy to share a poem. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay. My poem is called Yellow Roses. Friendship builds bridges, so let's build a bridge together over all of the problems that seem insurmountable, because we all experience the sunrise every day, and we all hear the birds sing and hope for better days. Yet this brilliant light and bird song tells us all a beautiful truth, that we are all a part of everything, that we are all brothers and sisters, and that we all affect each other. So let's build a bridge instead of a dam. Let's break down the walls of judgment, fear, and condemnation, things that keep us separated. And let's bring on a deluge of love, love that has been waiting patiently to bring peace 
to a world shrouded in fear. Peace in knowing that we are truly all one. Peace in knowing that through love, anything is possible. Wow, that's beautiful. And something the world can use for sure. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, well, I I can't wait to hear more poetry from you and, and read some of your writings and that sort of thing. And I think the open mic night for poetry sounds like a, a wonderful initiative that you did and um, that people really grabbed onto. So I think that's awesome. And it was called Say the Word, right? It was called Say the Word, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So very cool. Um, well, thank you for sharing that, uh, Maria. And uh, so what what keeps you motivated in your life? I have to say God. <laughs> God keeps me motivated. And helping people. Because I, I feel and I see often so many people are discouraged and afraid just with what's going on in the world. And I think, you know, faith and and knowing that there's people out there that are working hard to make a difference. You know, it's easy to get just filled with stress and anxiety, you know, mm-hmm. if you watch the news and but just knowing that there's people there helping every day, working to to help make things better. You know, mm-hmm. and it gives it gives me hope, you know. Um so I, I think that's that's important to me. And and like I said, you know, my faith in God has got me through, you know, all of, all of the struggles I've had. We all go through things in our lives. Um, and also my daughter. My mm-hmm. daughter, I have a beautiful a little girl named Marlo. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I live for her. You know how mothers are. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she keeps me motivated. She's, she's, she's funny and she's just, just a, a wonderful person. So mm-hmm. I would say definitely she motivates me. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that. Um, all right. Well, I always like to ask some questions about your favorite things. So this isn't a rapid fire thing or anything, but um, I would love to know, um, what's your favorite song, Maria? Do you have one? I, this is a hard question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very hard. But you know, funny enough, when I was young, I was I really loved Elvis Presley. Ooh, I, I do too. <laughs> I do too. I loved his voice. Oh. I, I still do. Uh-huh. But then, you know what what song I really loved when I was a kid? And I don't know what my favorite song is now because um I don't know. I don't listen to music as much as I used to, but mm-hmm. I used to love Unchained Melodies. Oh, <laughs> Very when nice. Ghost came out. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a beautiful song. <laughs> yeah, I love that song. Beautiful song. Yep. All right. How about your favorite season of the year? I would say Christmas. I love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, you know, celebrating the birth of Jesus and, you know, just um, Christmas trees and decorations. And, you know, I, I just love Christmas. It's my fave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Do you have a favorite book that you love? Oh my goodness, I don't know. Well, you don't have to. It's fine. It's fine. That's, yeah, that's totally fine. How about? Um, oh, actually, you know, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that back. Okay. Um, there is a book, mm-hmm. and I I actually told Mike about this book. It's called um, The Course in Miracles. Okay. It it really um, I had read about it because um, Marion Williamson, who is you know, she's in politics. She's an activist, mm-hmm. really working hard to 
to make change, I think. And I, I always admired her. And I read somewhere that she recommended this book, that it changed her life. Um, and it's a difficult read. I mean, it's, it's a really big book. Um, but the concept is on forgiveness. Mm. Um, and I, I read that book. And, and I have to say, I really think it did change my life. Mm-hmm. So that would probably be my favorite. Okay. Yeah. All right. And what is it called again? It's called The Course in Miracles. The Course in Miracles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Or maybe A Course. It's okay. A or the. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> that is totally fine. Um, all right. And do you have a favorite hobby? I I love to read, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, to write, mm-hmm. to be creative, um, and um, I like to do yard work. I I know that sounds really weird, but I enjoy it so much. Like I think just being close to the to the earth and mm-hmm. trees. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, but not. I don't really have a hobby that I'm super passionate about. I think, you know, usually it's my daughter and my mm-hmm. job that and my family that I focus on a lot. So um, it, it's uh, busy being a single mom. So um, don't really have a lot of time to do like really focus on a hobby right now. Understood. Yeah. yeah. Understood. Um, and how about... A favorite vacation spot? Do you have Do you have a place in the world that just you love? Um, I went to Hawaii. I, I was lucky enough to go to Hawaii, and I I love Hawaii. I I think the people are lovely. It's absolutely beautiful. I mean, it's mountainous and beautiful hibiscus flowers everywhere, and it just smells good, and it's beautiful, and you've got the water. Um, and I met some really beautiful people in Hawaii. I, I really would love to go back one day. So I, I say that's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Well, very cool. Very cool. Well, Maria, thank you very, very much for sharing um, your story and telling us a little bit about yourself. And we are happy to have you on the team and look forward to many years of, of great work together. So thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, Sherry, for having me and Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for the future and to be working with EOD Warrior Foundation and and, I'm excited to be helping and being part of this community. Awesome. We're happy to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to our Behind the Warrior podcast. This series is provided to you by the EOD Warrior Foundation. To learn more, please visit us on Facebook or at eodwarriorfoundation.org. And don't forget to tell a friend.